Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Well, everyone, it's been a while. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, it's going to be a very, very different sort of show today because we're not going to talk about fantasy football at all. Instead, um, I've been joined by the very special Bob Stevens. Now, Bob is a um, is the CEO um, of the MPS Society, who is our charity partner for 2023. And he also is an MPS dad, um, and we'll get into that. Um, but I thought this would be a really good opportunity to talk about the MPS Society and all that money that you've donated to us so far. We've passed £4,200, which is phenomenal. Um, thought it would be a good opportunity to get Bob on and talk about the MPS Society, talk a little bit more about why we've picked them, what they do, and the opportunity to tell you a little bit about where your money is going to go and what impact it's going to have on the lives of people. So, Bob, thank you very much. Welcome to Five Year Rush. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and I have to say that that's got to be one of the coolest intros uh, that I've been involved in, and it's just fabulous fun. Oh, well, thanks very much. Um, yeah, we're very lucky that we've had some amazing guests over the years. That's uh, the voice of Scott Hansen, who hosts NFL Red Zone. Um, so very lucky to have had him do a promo for us when he was on our show. Oh, I don't know, three years ago, I think we, we have got all the mileage out of that. I should probably change at some point, but yeah, uh, amazing. But I really appreciate your time um, coming on. And, you know, like I said, we, we, you know, it's amazing. We were talking a little bit beforehand about, about you and the journey, but I think it'd be really good to, um, for people who are listening to this who probably don't, you know, they've, they've donated because they are loyal to us or want to play fantasy football, but perhaps tell them a little bit about what exactly is sort of MPS, what is this uh, disease and, and why um, why it's so rare and, and what it kind of does to uh, to people who suffer with it. And I know it's a collective of diseases and you're going to get into that. So lovely. Thank you. Um, 
mucopolysaccharidosis is the full terminology. Wow, that doesn't actually fit on the Scrabble board. Um, and it sounds really complicated. So I'm just going to try and sort of make it not so complicated. We all make chemicals in our body, waste chemicals, and they're generally made up of sugars. And we have a recycling center in our body, and it's called the lysosome. And it deals with all of that and gets rid of it. In mucopolysaccharidosis, the recycling center is malfunctioning and the, the lysosome is not working and it doesn't produce the right enzymes to get rid of those chemicals. So in effect, what happens is you get a buildup within the body of these waste products, generally as I say, sugar mo molecules, and they attack uh, most organs in the body. And depending on which one of the MPS diseases, it has different uh, effects. Um, but most of them will affect uh, either the, the brain, the skeleton, the heart, most of the organs in the body to a varying degree. And for all of our diseases, there are no cures. It's really sad to, to hear. So really what what it is is just trying to find research to either find a cure or to find better ways to potentially manage this this disease to make it as comfortable and as uh, livable as, of, a, of a condition as, as can be. Absolutely. I mean, we do have some of the diseases that have modifying treatments, so they will enable you to live a longer life and probably a better quality of life. And I indeed myself am very lucky because both my sons who have one of the MPS diseases called Hunters, they are both on what effectively is an enzyme replacement therapy. And that's a bit like a blood transfusion that they have every week, 52 weeks of the year, and it slows the progression down of the disease. Um, however, that is only for a few of our diseases. And as I say, many of them don't have uh, any curative options or any treatment options. And so it's all about the quality of care that they may get from their clinicians and the family and the support network around them. So, you know, although there may not be treatments, there is hope and there is a really good community, even though it's small, because these are uh, the rarest of diseases and the people that live with these diseases and or that are affected by them they are the most marginalized in society and you know i affectionately re uh, refer to them as gobsmackingly rare diseases and that's because if you take mine mps2 for instance um there are 50 to 60 patients in the uk and some of our diseases there are far less there are a few that have a, a few more um, but you're talking of uh, these diseases where there are many, many interventions. Um, and it is a, a very difficult journey for not only the patient, but for their families as well. So across the UK and across all the diseases, and I appreciate there's probably not a hard number here, but what approximately, how many people would you say suffer from uh, an MPS uh, disease in some form in the UK, roughly? So we're supporting across all of our diseases, we're supporting just short of 2000 families. But if we uh, we'd say if it was purely the MPS is approximately half of that. So around 1000 families that that uh, have to live with the daily 
uh, trials and tribulations of an MPS disease. So considering the population, and I, I'm not sure what we are in the UK, but it's it's 70 million 70 or whatever million, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and we're talking of a thousand plus families, give or take. Just not a, so we. I mean, when you say like obsmackingly rare, you're not even kidding. That's uh, uber uber rare. That's absolutely you know, literally. <laughs> unfortunately, if you end up with this, this is something that you, know, you really haven't won the lottery that you kind of hope that you that you would. Um, in terms of those numbers, have you seen? growth in terms of your time with with mbs this is something that is becoming i don't say more common because it's not but in terms of is there been growth in those numbers um over the last sort of five ten years or has it been like a pretty steady sort of diagnosis rate and and is 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 there more awareness as a result of this now where people are potentially getting diagnosed where they might not have been before because there is more awareness because there are more families now that are getting this so I think there is a small amount of increased awareness. Um, for instance, my own journey when when my sons were diagnosed, the local paediatrician who saw them had seen one other case in the whole of his life. And he'd been practicing uh, paediatrics for 25 years. And it was just something in the back of his mind that made him think about it so it's it's not a very well diagnosed disease we haven't seen much uh, a movement in the average age of when you get diagnosed and it's generally around four three four years old uh, depending on the severity so there's a there's a long time before parents get an answer and that's a long time of worry one of the things that holds us back in this country is that we have a very conservative newborn screening program, which doesn't allow our diseases to be screened for. Whereas in many other countries, some of our diseases are now being screened for. And the simple equation is the earlier you find out about this disease, the more treatment options there are, which generally leads to a better quality of life. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's a shame that that doesn't happen. I take it that one of the objectives of the society is to try and get that changed and to get that potentially back on the screening list. Is there things that you can do or is there things that our listeners can do that can potentially help with that? Uh, is there a campaign or a, uh, something Absolutely. that can be signed? Absolutely. So um, I would encourage your listeners to contact us here at the MPS Society. So www.mpssociety.org.uk. And as one of my uh, roles, I am the acting chair of the Newborn Screening Collaborative. And we are pressurising governments and uh, the NHS to take seriously the uh, plight of our families and to say with a minimal cost of doing the newborn screening you will save a lifetime of suffering you will actually cost the nhs far less money mm. just by a bit of money up front um, for the screening test itself and it's not difficult to do but we have such an archaic system that it can take 10, 15 years or so to get a disease to be screened in the UK. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? When you when you hear that, and you know, I've had my trials and tribulations with the NHS this year, so uh, I can understand how archaic it is and how difficult it is for that change. So hopefully people can go onto the site and I'll link it in the, in the show notes and 
um, go on and, and yeah, let's try and get some change, positive change going that way. Moving on to the work that you do, what what sort of support do you give to families and those that are suffering with the disease? What is the sort of um, support network that you provide and, and how do you provide that? And, and more importantly, how do you, you know, how does it work from a day-to-day basis from when someone gets in touch and that journey? So we've been in existence for over 40 years now and our founder, uh, Christine Lavery, was a visionary. And in those days, it started around a kitchen table and it was just about having coffee mornings, raising uh, small amounts of funds and eventually having the first conference. And now we look 40 years on, we have raised and and provided uh, several million pounds for uh, dedicated research into our diseases. Um, we operate not only in the UK, but we influence globally. We are the only national organization that has an international remit. And we provide support in many different forms. So one of the things our families just want is to be with another family that lives this journey. So we will organize events so they can come together and just be who they are. And that's a real soft skill. Some of the other things that we do, so we have counselling, so that we not only try and keep the family unit together, because if you can imagine living a life where you have an affected family member with a life-limiting and ultimately terminal disease, there's a huge amount of pressure. So we work very hard with the families, whether that be mum and dad or siblings or extended family. We work very hard to support them and so that they can live the lives that they want. And that takes a lot of soft skills. On top of that, we, on top of that, we, um, we will challenge uh, uh, the system, so the healthcare system, and to get the treatments that are being developed. And, and you know, some of the treatments that uh, are being developed, the science behind it, it's science fiction has become science fact the the development of the medicines and the therapies are so cutting edge it's at the very very limit of what humans can do it's equivalent to putting somebody on mars the technology always always just amazes me so one of our challenges is is to get those treatments to the patients and unfortunately and something that i've really struggled with as a father there is an equation that tells me how much my son uh, is worth in pounds. And it is mm. called a qualia, a quality adjusted life year. And it's designed by health economists so they can work out how much money they want to spend on an individual. And unfortunately, because they're ultra rare people, and it takes an awful lot of money to develop these treatments, the treatments are expensive. And in some cases, uh, the equation says, oh, you're not worth spending that money on. And to me, that's that's something that I will never accept, that you should suffer just because you happen to be born with a rare disease. Mm-hmm. That's, that's tragic. I can't believe that in those circumstances, I can understand where there is a very limited resource and it's evaluating which one potentially gives the best 
quality of life increase. So if you've got someone who is perhaps nearer the end of their life and condition versus someone who is potentially a bit nearer in the journey and, and you've got to make a tough decision, only one person get out. Those sort of decisions, as horrible as they are, at least there's some rationale and thought behind it. But when it's purely financial, I find that really borderline distasteful that it's it's that 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 it's such a qualitative hard cut especially when there isn't a limit in terms of the amount of care that you can give people it's just decided that they don't think it's worthwhile which are just how can how would they feel if they're on the other end of that absolutely and 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 i think that what whatever your 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 viewers would need to understand is that the treatments that are being developed and the one or two treatments that are actually available now are transformative and i can say that as a dad of two sons receiving the treatment my sons are now 23 and 21 without the treatment they would have passed away many years ago and now they are living a reasonable quality of life in fact my youngest is able to drive um, wow. And that is something that would never have happened. And this is coming for many of our diseases. But the challenge is that because they are small in number, the voice is not as loud as maybe it is with some of the other uh, more mainstream diseases. And that's where, again, we as the MPS Society come in is to say, we give a voice to our patients and their families and we will challenge whether that be nice whether that be the nhs or whether that will be our government because that is what we do we fight for our families yeah and and you have to right because no one else is going to and it, it's it's great to hear you know the work that you do and and a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That, that people, even if there is only 1,000, 2,000 people in the UK that suffer from this spectrum of diseases that they have somewhere and people who can advocate for them. Because I, th I find, you know, I've been diagnosed with an incurable, well, semi-incurable disease called ulcerative colitis, which is far more common. Like one in one 500 people in the UK have uh, some form of Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. And, you know, I'm lucky enough that it's a disease that is more well-known, that there are people, there is more information people advocate for you, but there is an organisation that will also advocate for you so you're never alone and i think what i love about what you do is the fact that if there's only you know that you're talking thousand people spread across the uk there could be people who don't have anyone within 50 miles of them very realistically and probably reality that has anyone within 50 miles of them that's that has that's living in their shoes with the same condition or similar condition and so 
having a voice in a place where people can go not just get information but as you say connect them to other people even if they're in the other end of the country you know with technology it's still possible to connect and do events as you say and and do all those sorts of things i think it's it's not just admirable but it's remarkable that you're able to connect these people and give them the, the opportunities to meet people but just to advocate them inform them and and push that agenda for them so that if they get told no you're not you're not going to say well that's it we just give up as i know we keep fighting we're going to make sure that we we keep going until the very end and i think that's a remarkable thing absolutely and you know we have a team our advocacy team and one of the things we offer everybody diagnosed in the uk is a personal visit from our advocacy team and then we start to build the relationship and help our families pick themselves back up from a a diagnosis that can be devastating and we will walk alongside them on their journey and and help them rebuild their lives and it's an extreme privilege to be able to do that and one thing i would like to say is all of the people that work in rare as we call it the the sort of diseases they're such dedicated people and that's not just the people that work in the charitable organizations or patient organizations our clinicians are some of the best in the world our NHS, who, you know, gets a lot of hard uh, press sometimes and, and in some some yeah. and some of it is is uh, justified, but they they are so dedicated and what they have achieved for our families in the way that they care for them. Uh, you know, it's just amazing to watch that dedication. Yeah. And, and without them, nothing would happen. Right. And you're absolutely you know, right. Behind every organisation, you've got to have great people and you've got to have people that want to make a difference and, and are willing to push through the hard times to, to do it. So fantastic to hear. In terms of the organisation itself, so you talked a little bit about what you do and, and sort of how you do it, but you talked about sort of some of the events you do. But in terms of the how... How does, how does the money that you raise get spent? What does it kind of go towards and... Uh, how does how does this money sort of make the difference to not just the families but also to the uh, the research and the awareness of this disease so that potentially we move to either better treatments a cure or more importantly the ability to test more so that more people can potentially get diagnosed early and, and receive treatment before it gets to a point where treatment won't make a difference so we recognize at the mps society that every donation is vital and especially when you're talking of small organizations, we don't, you know, we don't have a budget for advertising on television or or anything like this. So it's very much about building the networks and, and doing the things such as we're doing here, connecting with with real people all of the time. And so that hard earned money, we look very carefully at how we're going to spend it. And I think one of the things that really uh put things in the spotlight was actually the pandemic because we were all suddenly faced at being at home and mm. as several of our family said the general population is now living the life of isolation that we've always lived and it, it made yeah. people realize about mental health much more and so what we try and do is we look at what do our families want and we we're constantly talking to them and saying, okay, what is it that you need? And 
one of the big provisions uh, over the last couple of years has been that mental health support in many different aspects of their lives and enabling them to to get back some of that resilience that was lost through the devastation they went through like many of us uh, in covid mm -hmm. but unlike many of us they are still suffering with some of that and their confidence is is has been knocked and uh, it's a gradual process and for instance the uh, a, a two to three hundred pounds will help support a whole f a family for a year with oh, with our yeah. services so you know we really believe that the mixture of the technology which is doing the uh, stuff how we're doing here using the internet is great but sometimes you just need to be with the families to in effect hold their hands listen to what they want to say and you need to put people boots on the ground and so we're a very people-driven organization yes there's a place for technology but really you need to be part of their extended family so this this money is so vital and because of the work that we have been able to do because of the fundraising that has been done over the years the mps society was able to develop a new way with our partners at the uh, NHS and with pharma companies uh, of getting treatments to our families whilst they were still being evaluated. And it's called a managed access agreement because you don't have a lot of information about our diseases, naturally, because there aren't a lot of people. We needed to find a way that we could evaluate how well the treatment was working whilst they were getting it, after the, it being through all the safety trials and what have you. So we co-designed what is now the blueprint for rare diseases in the UK, a way of doing that. And you may have seen in the, the news a couple of years ago that we have now what's known as the um, Innovative Medicines Fund. And, and I think Boris Johnson at the time was talking an awful lot about it, where the government put 300 million into the Innovative Medicines Fund. That is primarily going to use a managed access agreement for each treatment. So we're very proud as the MPS Society to be an architect of something that's going to benefit a lot of people. And that has enabled some of our patients to get access to treatment earlier. And it has also allowed now uh, one of our treatments to be mainstream as a result of the managed access agreements and are fully funded by the NHS. And there are other treatments that uh, are in development. And all of this is as a direct result of every pound that our supporters have raised. And we're eternally grateful for that. It's amazing to hear and it's great to hear the impact that it has and it's it's changing the way things work in the system. It's changing lives. It's changing everything possible. So the, the question I would ask you is, if we hit our target of, of £5,000, which we're hoping to do, um, what would that money do to the NPS in terms of, uh, you know, what that would allow you to do to support further? What are some of the things that money would go towards to, to help families and, and research and, and access? Well, if we look at it in terms, let's just put it into one simple term, £5,000 
25 families supported for a whole year with the range of services that we do. And wow. that's that personal visits. We support our families getting access to some of the uh, statutory funding that is very difficult to get hold of. So the, the PIPs, personal independence payments and uh, local authority funding. We will go and fight their cause attend tribunals, support them through the process, help them fill out the forms, all of this stuff which they need to live daily. So 25 families will get a, a whole year's support. And I think that's, nice. I'm really proud of that. I think that's really good value for money. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I, th I think that's unbelievable to fact that, you know, this money that we raise can impact 25 families. That's you know, over a hundred people effectively, if you look at an average of four, and then you're not even talking about the wider families and the extended family and the quality of life that that can bring people. I, I, I'm incredibly proud that, you know, we, we're able, we will be able to do that. And I think all our listeners should be incredibly proud that they've played a big part in that. And if you haven't uh, donated yet, you know, in the, in the notes will be just the link, please do add that. We are very, very close to that number, another 800 pounds or so. Um, at the time of recording, I expect that number to be less by the time this goes out. Um, but yeah, definitely do. If you, even if you've already donated and would like to donate again and be inspired by this, um, please, please do. Because as you're hearing from Bob now, every penny of this money that we raise, it's it's not going to get lost. It's not going to just sit in a bank account and sit around. You know, this money is going to be used to have a positive impact on lives. So really encourage everybody to help us hit that goal as quickly as possible, get the money in Bob's hands as quickly as possible so that he can make, and the MPS Society can make all the difference. Bob, before we let you go, we've got a couple, sort of a couple minutes left. What um, what are some of the things that our listeners can, can do to interact with the uh, organisation? And um, what are some of the things that you've got coming up um, that you'd like to promote that people can get more information or uh, if they've listened to this and think actually uh, I'd like to do more or find out more, where they can go to, to get those resources. So unfortunately, I'm a bit of a dinosaur. <laughs> and and so all of the uh, online technical stuff that it comes naturally to you doesn't come very naturally to me. So I always quote, go on to the website because it's the one thing that I understand. And as I say, www.mpssociety.org.uk. And that will give you a whole range of things that you can become involved in. And it's not always about raising money. It's about having a good conversation. And if I can reach out to your members here and your community, and if they remember this podcast and they say to one of their friends, oh, do you, do you remember listening to Bob Stevens having a, a podcast? That is so important because it, it raises awareness. And what we want is... As much as donations, we want to increase our voice. We want to be, we don't want sympathy. We want understanding. That's all we yeah. want. And we want the, the chance for our families to live the lives they deserve. And that I don't think is too much to ask. No, I completely agree. And I think that's great. And yeah, we absolutely share uh, the link in here. There is a lot of information on here about, um, events that you've got coming up um, as well as also there's some really useful videos in terms of the work that you do um, and there's also an opportunity to um, you know 
if you want to fundraise for them, you can. Um, there's challenges as well on there and uh, get more information on the organization. So do check out the website. The link is in uh, the website, uh, in, in the show notes and, and out on here. So do check that out as long as, along with the fundraising page. So please do um, donate as much as you can or as little as you can or whatever you can afford. Um, it's really appreciated. Again, we did this. This is such a, a rare thing to take away from regular programming and think about I really wanted the opportunity for Bob to come on and, and talk about the impact that this is going to have because so many great people in the, in the space are doing great things and raising lots of money and lots of people have donated lots of hard-earned money but perhaps you don't quite hear where that's going to go why they've picked it and, and, and what difference your money is going to make and you know we all see those charity programs like soccer aid and children need and they do all the promotional stuff and you can see where the money goes and the impact it has and i thought it'd be really good to do something like so bob i really appreciate your time um coming on and talking about this is there anything else you'd like to say to people before uh, before we sign off here i'd just like to say thank you it's been a it's been a great privilege and I speak to people here, although on the screen it says you're a group CEO. I'm no more than a dad, and I'm trying to fight for my children and other families like them. And I don't have a job. I have a way of life, and it's just an honour and a privilege to get up every day and try and make a difference. Well, we appreciate it. Appreciate everything that you do. I think it's not just noble but admirable and i think it's amazing that you can do that and make a huge difference to people's lives and appreciate everything that you do and we hope that this money that we raise for you has a significant difference we know it's going to make that difference but we hope we can smash that five thousand pounds get you as every single penny that we can to really continue that mission and and continue all the good work that you do so appreciate you telling your story and appreciate all of your time fabulous and thank you very much well, no, you're very welcome. And uh, yeah, follow uh, follow the information that we put in the links. Um, thank you very much for watching, everybody. Please do donate as much as you can. Uh, and don't forget, we will be back next week. Um, it's been a bit of a hiatus with my health, um, but looking forward to coming back full time and talking more about fantasy football as we kick off into the season. Now we're in charity season, and then moving into the proper season. So lots of strategies. Stocks and I will be back next week. But until then, as always, don't forget, keep rushing. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.